And I'm going to share this amazing passage. Um, if you've got your Bibles, phones, whatever you use to look at the Bible these days, we're in 2 Kings chapter 2. Amazing passage, verse 1 to 15. Elijah is about to be taken up to heaven. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and asked, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied, but do not speak of it. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, Elisha, the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you not... Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, but do not speak of it. Then Elijah said to him, stay here. The Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Fifty men of the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, tell me what can I do for you before I am taken from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said, yet if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise not. As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, my father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them apart. He picked up the cloak that had fallen from Elijah And went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the cloak that had fallen from him and struck the water with it. Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left. And he crossed over. The company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Amazing passage. As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. Let me tell you about one of my favorite films. Young people, you know what I'm going to go into right now. Apologies. Lord of the Rings. And Has anyone seen Lord of the Rings? I'm getting a no down, honestly. Kathy, you need to watch it. It's um, one of my favorite films of all time. There's three of them. So if you've got a day free, just get them all on. You know, it's a good 12-hour shift, but it's worth it. Um, basically, Lord of the Rings, about a little hobbit 
called Frodo Baggins, who's been given this mission to go and destroy this one ring, the ring of power, and he's got to go to Mordor, the uh, uh, mountain of fire, to destroy this ring. And um, he's been given on this mission with nine other companions that go in um, on this journey. But towards the end of the first film, you begin to see that the fellowship of these nine companions begin to break. And Frodo realizes that the ring is corrupting this, this fellowship. And so he has to go on his own. And so he sets off on this boat across the other side of the lake. And as you look into the films, you see a really important character, Samwise Gamgee, another, another hobbit, and uh, best friends. And he's chasing after Frodo. He's like, Frodo, wait up. I'm coming with you. And Frodo says, no, I've got to do this alone. Stay here. And he was like, no, I'm coming with you. And he's, Sam's trying to catch him. He can't swim. He's in the lake. Bit of a do. He starts to drown. Frodo brings him back in the boat. And then Sam says these words to him. I made a promise, Mr. Frodo, a promise. Don't you leave him, Samwise, uh, Samwise Gamgee. And I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Just a real powerful scene of friendship, of someone who's committing themselves to their friend on completing this task. You're not doing it on your own. I'm coming with you. I'm going to stay with you no matter what. In this passage of 2 Kings 2, Elisha was going to stay with Elijah no matter what. We see his commitment to the Lord and his commitment to his friend, his father figure, his mentor. As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. I want to share a few thoughts this morning, the importance of staying close. The importance of staying close to friends, to friends who follow the Lord. We need to stay close to one another. We've, over the past month or so, we've unpacked this series of one another, the importance of serving one another, greeting one another, building one another up, all focused on one another. This is the family of God. We need to continue to stay close to one another. See, whatever Elijah was thinking at the time, he was saying to Elisha, stay here. I'm God, the Lord has sent me on to, to Bethel. Stay here. He's sending me on to Jericho, to the Jordan. I don't know what he was thinking, Elijah. He could be thinking, like, I don't want Elisha following me for the last part of the journey before God is taking me away. Maybe it was a test. Maybe it was testing the devotion Elisha had to him. We don't really know what Elijah was thinking. But what we do know is that Elisha was not moving away. He was staying close. He was not leaving his father figure, his friend. He was staying close. As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So what can we learn from that as followers of the Lord? What can we learn if we want to find out more of who God is, if we're exploring more about the Christian faith? What can we do if we're trying to search more and more of the, the, the questions that we have in our life? What can we do if we feel so alone and we just don't know where to go? Stay close. Do not leave. Do not drift away. But stay near to those who are following the Lord. Draw near to the living God by staying close to those who follow him. You've got to draw near to God. And you can draw near by staying close to other followers of him. As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will never leave you. Don't leave. 
don't drift away, but stay close. Stay close to one another, to your friends who are seeking and exploring Jesus, who are spending time in the Word, who are spending time in prayer, who are spending time with worship. These are the people we need to stay close with. We need to stay close. See, when we begin to stay close to our friends who follow the Lord, we also begin to be drawn into the wonderful presence of God. See, the temptation or the easy option can be to drift away or to run away at times, especially when life begins to be tough. When we hit difficult moments in life, it can be, it can be so easy to just take a step back to maybe distance ourselves from one another. I don't like it, what's going on at the moment. I don't feel like I fit in here. I don't belong here. It can be easy to drift away. It can be easy to run away. Stay close. Don't leave. The Lord lives, and we live. Do not leave. I want to encourage you to not drift away, but to keep staying close to the Lord by staying near your friends who follow him. Because I know I am where I am today because for years I have stayed close to friends who worship and follow the Lord. And if I'm going to be all that God wants me to be, if I'm going to step into the promises of God, if I'm going to break through the walls that surround me, if I'm going to walk through the fires and the waters of life, if I'm going to to fulfill the plan and purpose he has for my life, I have to continue to stay close to the people God has put in my life. We need one another. Stay close to one another. Just like Elisha, stay close to your friends, your mentor, the one that you look up to. We need these spiritual fathers, the spiritual mothers, these friends who follow the Lord in our lives so that we can be drawn into the presence of God, so that we begin to experience more of who he is and what we are being called to do. See, the first time I raised my hands up in worship was because my best friend, who was a few years older than me, was raising his hands in worship. I didn't even know what it meant. I didn't even know what the whole thing was about. But I saw him and I thought, I want what he's got. So I did it. And I didn't even know what I was doing. But I wanted what he had. We need these people who inspire us, who challenge us, who help us follow the Lord, who help us to be drawn into his wonderful presence. See, I see it within our young people as the younger teenagers come in our youth group. They look up to the older teenagers. And when they begin to see our older youth begin to serve, as we see here today, as they serve, as they worship God, the next generation, they're filled with a desire to do the same. We need that, we need that in our lives. We always need people who we can look, to, look up to. We all need an Elijah. Do you have an Elijah? We need one in our life. And there can be more than one. That's what I've begun to learn over the years. There can be many who God puts in our lives for different seasons where we can learn and experience a fresh revelation of who he is. But it requires us to stay close. Stay close to the people God puts in our lives. Don't drift away. Don't leave. But stay close. As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will never leave you. When we begin to stay close to those who follow the Lord, we continue to be drawn near to the living God. He began to draw near to the presence of God, Elisha. And he began to draw near to the power of God and to the plan and to the purpose God had over his life. I want to encourage you this morning, 
wherever you are watching in from, whatever your circumstances are, whatever is going on at home, work with your relationships, God wants you to hear, stay close, don't drift away, draw near to me because I have something wonderful in store for you, I've got a wonderful plan and a purpose for your life, stay close, come and experience more of who I am, keep walking near those who I put in your life. God speaks to us through other people. We've got to stay close to one another. And we begin to see and experience the power of the living God. Choose to stay close to our Elijah. And we begin to see and experience the power of God. As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will never leave you. See the power of the living God as you journey with the presence of God. And your journey with the presence of God can be found walking next to those who follow him everywhere. You might feel lost. You might feel, I don't know which way to go. Stay close to those who follow him. Stay close. Are you going to stay where you are? Are you going to stay where you feel most comfortable, content? Are you going to go in the opposite direction? Are you willing to follow to the places like Gilgal? to Bethel, to Jericho, and even right through the Jordan River. Are you willing to go to these places? See, I was, as I was reading this passage, it came to me thinking, why, before Elijah was taken by the Lord in this whirlwind, why were they in Gilgal? Why did the Lord then send them on to Bethel? Why then Jericho? And why through the Jordan? Why these places? Now, Elijah has... Um, school of prophets he co-founded these he founded these school of prophets in some of these locations but there's also if we look into these places there's some significant moments in history that happened in these places that we need to understand see Gilgal the first place where they were in the in and if we look into the book of Joshua it was the base where Joshua and the Israelites camped after they crossed through the Jordan River and it is where Joshua had set up these 12 stones which had been taken out of the Jordan River to resemble that the Lord God had provided a way through, crossing the Jordan on dry ground to the promised land. It resembled that God is living and God is working. See, Elisha would have known where he was standing in Gilgal. He would have known that what God had done here in the past. That's why he says, surely... As the Lord lives, and as you live, I will never leave you. See, when we decide to journey closely to our Elijah, we begin to find and understand more and more that the Lord God really is alive. And he's working. God is living. God is working in your life. And we begin to find out more and more as we journey with one another. I'm so thankful for the people God has put in my life because I know if I was on my own, I would be so struggling. <laughs> if we begin to journey with one another, we begin to find out more and more that God really is living and God really is working in our life. Stay close and see and experience the power of the living God. They then went on to Bethel. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here in Gilgal, I'm going on to Bethel. And he was like, nah. No chance, I'm coming with you. Bethel, also known as the house of God. 
Genesis 28, we read Jacob having this amazing dream where a stairway was resting on earth, which its top reaching to the heaven and the angels of God ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Jacob woke up and thought, surely the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it. He goes on to say, how awesome is this place that I am in. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Jacob being in the presence of the Lord. See, Elijah getting closer to the end of his time and God leads him to the place which resembles his very presence and a reminder that God is very much with him through it all. Through it all. Elijah stayed close and saw and experienced the power of the living God. Not only God is living, not only God is living and active, but God is also with me. Stay close to one another and experience the power of the living God that he is living in your life, he is working on in your life, and he's with you through every situation. Next place was Jericho, the first battle that the Israelites faced as they crossed over the promise into the promised land. Joshua 5.13, now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? He said, neither, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. The Lord had come to take over the battle to show that he is the one that is in control. And he brought the message of just walk in faith and know that I am the God of your life. I am the God who is in control of every situation. Elijah was reminded to keep walking in faith. Even though you're so close to your time, keep walking in faith. Still walk, knowing that the situation, that the next chapter, the next season belongs to the Lord. Know that the Lord God is the one who is in control. Just keep walking in faith and you will see the walls around you come crashing down. Just keep walking in faith and you'll begin to walk through the Jordan River. You begin to walk through the fires of life. See, these places that they go to, Gilgal, the, the place where they begin to realize God is living and active in our life. See what he did in the past. On to Bethel to say that God is with me through every situation. On to Jericho, a lesson of walking in faith, knowing that God is in control of my life. And then they were put to the test as they begin to come to the Jordan. And as we see in 2 Kings 2, Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. They crossed over the place from death to life. See, if you, were get to, um, if you was to get swept by the Jordan River, it would take you down to the Dead Sea where nothing living can be. They walked across it by faith, following 
the living God. And staying close to our Elijah helps us make that crossing from death to life. It was Elijah that struck the water. It was Elisha that followed him close by. And they crossed over, just like Joshua and the Israelites, on dry ground. Stay close to your Elijah and you will cross places that you don't even imagine. Stay close. And then as Elisha then saw Elijah taken away with, his present, with the presence of God through this whirlwind, he began to be filled with this new power which he asked for. He picked up Elijah's cloak, struck the Jordan River and crossed over again. Amazing. See, you can have this power to cross the Jordan River because it is Jesus Christ who lives in you. Ask for it. Ask to be filled with the Spirit of God in your life and receive the same power that raised Jesus back to life, the same power that conquered the grave. Receive him in you. And we can do that by staying close to one another, by staying close to the people that God has put in our life. Draw near to him by staying close to those who follow him. Stay close to your friends who follow the Lord. Stay close to your Elijah and see and experience the power of the living God in your life. Follow to the places like Gilgal and see that the God is living and active. Follow through the places to Bethel where you realize and understand that God is with you. Follow to the places of Jericho where you begin to learn how to walk in faith and know that God is the God of the future and he is the God that is in control of your life. Go to the places of the Jordan River and walk through faith following your Elijah close by and be filled with this new power so that you then begin to strike the river and also cross through. God is living and active God is with you, God is in control of your life, and you can be filled with the power of God in you this morning. You can enter new life. You can enter into the plan and purpose God has for your life. You can enter into the places you never even thought of entering. Life will continue to be hard. Life will continue to be a struggle. People will let you down. Even your Elijah will let you down at times because we're all human. You might stay close to him and think, oh, I'm not sure about that. That's okay. We've got to learn to forgive. Don't let that hinder you from staying close. But I want to tell you this morning, there is one person who will never let you down. And the promise still stands today, Jesus Christ. I am the Lord who lives. You live and I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is the promise that still stands over your life today. That's the band to come up. Jesus demonstrated these words. Elisha said so powerfully, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will never leave you. Jesus came to earth to show us that he is alive. Jesus came to earth to show us that he is with us. He came to earth to show us that he has got this. He is in control. He came here to earth to give us himself. The promise still stands. I, the Lord, live and you live and I will never leave you nor forsake you. The family of God right now, as we look around, is living, is active. So stay close. Don't drift away. Don't run away. Run away. But stay close to one another. Because you may just miss out. You may just miss out on the wonders of God. You may just miss out on the power of God. The Lord lives. 
and we live. So keep on following and begin to see and experience the power of God. Begin to see a fresh revelation of who God is and step into the plan and the purpose God has over your life. God is still God, which means that he is the alpha, he is the omega, he is the beginning and the end. Elisha followed Elijah to God's promise of the past in Gilgal. I am living. I am working. Elisha followed Elijah to God's promise of the present in Bethel. I am always with you. Elisha followed Elijah to God's promise of the future. Walk in faith. I am in control. Elisha followed Elijah to God's promise he had over his life by going across the Jordan River. Let me finish with this promise as the band going to play this amazing song, Amazing Grace. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. 